0: I think Lomas Brown, former Lion, part of Lions Radio Network, he is standing by one week out on the 2023 NFL Draft from Kansas City. How you doing, Lomas? I'm great, Hugh. How are you today? Doing good. I just had Tim Twentyman on from DetroitLions.com. We were talking about the backup QB. He said he thinks he'll be a veteran in by the time they get to camp. Uh, but also how everything—and I know you and I have touched on this—the last couple of conversations—how everything is going so smooth for the Lions right now. Like they, it's tough to find a negative connected to this organization. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, it, it, it right
1: now the blueprint for rebuilding your organization, for uh, just taking your organization and just having to turn it around, uh, having to build up talent, having to change the culture, just all the things that the Lions have had to do from the Patricia era to the Campbell era, it's just been amazing. And, and, and this shows, it really does from top. To bottom, it really shows that this is a complete organization and seems like ready to take the next step.
0: All right, so the next step will include, I think, a couple of starters at six and eighteen. If they stay there, or move up or down uh, one week from tonight. We get that draft. Like I mentioned, Lomas uh, positions of need where they need starters at six and eighteen in order. Uh, what two positions would Lomas Brown say if the Lions can fill these needs with those two first-round picks, it helps them win games this fall?
1: Yeah, again, for me, if I could get a starter, another starter on my defensive line, I mean, that would be my first to me. That would be my first priority, trying to find another starter, be a defensive end, or interior, defensive tackle, I'm trying to find me another defensive line. If I can't from that standpoint get the guy that I want, the guys that I want, then I'm my myself personally, I'm trying to look at adding depth in my secondary because again, you got a couple of guys that are on one year contract, um, even though you brought in some free agents don't have a lot of long term there and if you could get a cornerback which is supposed to be good in corners too, I mean they hadn't talked about that I think you look at that position too. Huge, I just think you look on the defensive side of the ball, even though offense is going to be tempting you know, if that quarterback maybe, you know, that is going to be tempting, but I just think you have to show up the defense if you want to take the next And I think the defense, we know the defense is going to have to take the next step if we want to talk about winning the division.
0: Well, round for the Lions Radio Network. Former Lion uh, joining us. When you look at everything Holmes has done, along with Dan Campbell, uh, we all see it from a distance. I know you're part of the Lions broadcast team. What is it about those two that has turned around the Lions and taken them places the franchise has never been?
1: I mean, again, and that's great. You know, like I always say, like an offensive line, like have to work like a hand in the glove. I mean, that's how it seems like Dan and it seems like Brad, they're just like that. They, they, they seem to know exactly what type of players that they want. And their acts, they're going after them. I mean, you know, they seem to be in key with what free agents that they do need to resign and the free agents that they don't need to resign. And they do need that. The one thing that I'm I'm happy about is that they're looking at some of the past mistakes, uh, i.e. Maze Raven, Jalen Wage, maybe let him go away. You know, not necessarily them, some of the guys that Matt Patricia that let go, Marvin Jones, you know, bringing those guys back in the house because they were good players when they were here. They were very productive players. They went through the lean times here. So now, you know, now that things are looking well, man, I'm just glad to see them embracing some of the guys from the past, productive guys, and bringing them back home.
0: Yeah, man, uh, lock up that veteran QB, uh, and I'm good. And, have yeah, Sudfeld, or more importantly, maybe a, a late-round draft pick as your third QB that you start grooming for the future or just to be a suitable backup uh, one day. Good things are happening uh, with the Lions. With that said, Lomas, a week from tonight, when we get through pick 6 and 18, who do you think the Lions will take if they're that would make that first-round spectacular for every Lions fan?
1: Wow, I know. For me, I mean, personally, I just can't get this guy. He's stuck in my head. Is Jalen Carter. If he slides, if he slides down there, which I mean it looks like he may be available unless the Seahawks, you know, jump up and get him, I just think you take that guy. You know, I mean, to me, the guy... I mean, you pair him with a Hayden Hutchinson on the in, inside with a Lean McNeil, and you got Houston and those guys coming off the edges. I mean, I think you you're building a formidable um, defensive line. AE, they're still young, but it'll still be a talented D line that you have to go up against. And you know, at number eighteen, I mean, that's. <laughs> That's a tough one there because they're going to have – and the great thing about that, that pick there, huge, is that it won't have to be out of necessity. I mean, it could be a pick that – you know what I'm saying? The Lions have – for years and years have been picking out of necessity. needs, needs, needs. Well, this could be a warrant or this could be a best available you know, right here. So, uh, you know, they sit in a great position at six and 18. But I hope Jalen Carter slides down and we're able to
0: take him. Yeah, Will Anderson Jr. or Jalen Carter, I think would be phenomenal. Anderson Jr., uh, his stock seems to oh be rising. God. But we don't know, you know, when we talk about stock rising with 18 million mock drafts out there, Lomas, we don't know what's real and what's not. Like, nobody saw Jameson Williams. Uh, Coming to the Lions and the Lions moving up to get him. I never heard one word about that a year ago. Not one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of how the Lions operate. Huge. I told you way back when they drafted me, I didn't hear from the Lions till two weeks before they picked me. You know, and that was the first I heard from the Lions. So I think Benny Blades has a similar uh, story. So. Kind to operate that one that way. That's kind of one similar thing that you could say uh, with the Lions is that, they, that a lot of times they hold their cards to the very very end, so it's hard to predict what they're going to do at times.
0: Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lions, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Lomas, appreciate the update on the NFL draft. We'll talk soon.
1: Absolutely, use.
0: Take care. All right, Lomas Brown, check it in on the roast Umberg guest line.